My next guest helps online coaches scale their dream business with alignment and excitement. She focuses on two things, the whole marketing and sales strategy to scale a profitable business and stepping into the person you want to become by up-leveling your mindset. Please welcome Talia Lopez. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Talia. Hola. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm literally doing so well. I have this whole entire schedule planned, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to do a bunch of reels. <laughs> so I'm doing <laughs> a bunch of reels. That was not in my schedule, but I feel so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love reels too. They're amazing. Tell us more about who you are, what you do. Give us all the details. Sweet. Okay, so I started my entrepreneurship journey in 2019. Um, that's when I graduated college. I'm actually a dementia specialist. That's what I went to school for. And long story short, my health was like, no, you're going to be sick all year long and not be able to work a nine to five. So I had to extremely pivot and just really take in that I can't really do the dreams that I really wanted to, like be a CEO of some amazing, huge company, right? So mm -hmm. honestly, in 2019, it took a lot out of me to just be like, look, this is my path. This is the path God's given me and I just have to make the best out of it. So in 2019, um, I graduated. I tried to um, get a nine to five job. First of all, nobody would hire me for some odd reason. I'm not even kidding. I applied to over a hundred jobs and wow. I, I don't know if it's my name, but because I know my resume was super juicy. So I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I've actually got one job um, and it was only paying $12 an hour, which was less than what I was making in college, oh, wow. <laughs> which was crazy. And then I got that job um, and I was working there for like a month or two. And that's when my health tremendously declined. I have a lot of autoimmune issues. I always have had them, but for some reason in 2019, um, it was like flare up every day, hospital doctors. So, um, at that time wow. I had my boyfriend supporting me, which obviously like if you grow up thinking like, Oh, you know, like I don't need no man. <laughs> like it was super, <laughs> like, it was super like, Oh my God, I'm like okay, failure after failure. I was so sad. And I don't know, I feel like God just said, hey, Talia, why don't you start an online caregiving school? Because obviously, all you have is your laptop. <laughs> you can't really step out of your house. And, you know, you do know how to care for those with dementia. Mm -hmm. So 
that's exactly what I did. I started an online caregiving school for those with dementia and for those who actually have dementia. And it was so amazing. I did that for about six months until so many women around the world were asking me like, how did I start my business? How did I do it despite mm-hmm. all of the challenges? How do I do social media marketing? All of those things. So I decided to pivot into business coaching. Wow. This story, wow. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just blown away. Like you have overcome so many obstacles and here you are today. So much success in your life. Like I'm just so happy for you. Um, tell us more about your name. Like I know your Instagram handle is always yeah. advocating. So yeah. tell us more about that. I love this question. I don't get I don't get asked this question a lot lately, but it's super good. So when I um, started my dementia caregiving business, I named it. Um, well, it, I was sitting there like, what do I name this business? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I am advocating for people that have dementia and Mm -hmm. I'm teaching caregivers how to care for those with dementia. So I decided to name that business Dementia Care Advocates. And so, yeah. And then when I was pivoting to business coaching, I was like, well, I'm always advocating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So tell us more about the power of advocacy. Like what does it do for people? Why is it so important? Yeah. Well, specifically, well, I, like I said, I'm a dementia specialist. So a lot in that industry is the healthcare field and how people are just working, doing their nine to five jobs, but not realizing that they're caring for human beings. So I think Mm -hmm. for me, it was more like I was in the field of dementia and I was Mm -hmm. hanging around those who had dementia. And I was realizing like, wow, these caregivers really need to treat these people like human beings. And obviously, if you know somebody with dementia, they are not really 100% there. So they can't advocate for themselves. They can't stand up for themselves. So I think that was my calling. I knew like when I was sitting in those settings, like I had to stand up for these people. And I think advocacy is so important. And um, right now there's a lot of um, advocacy for like Black Lives Matter or Mm, Hispanic mm -hmm. um, women empowerment. Like there's so many advocacy, but like for me, I don't know what's really, really, really strong in my heart is advocating for those with dementia. Like that has always been my thing since I was little. And now I um, don't have the dementia caregiving business anymore. And now I'm I'm more advocating for women's success. And so many women come to me like struggling. Most of them struggle to book clients. When they come to me, they're like, oh, I hired this coach. I spent all my money. And I just didn't get anything out of it. And I'm sitting there like, that makes me so upset. So Mm -hmm. like I try so hard with any program I have to like, how can I get my clients results? And I remember my coach used to tell me, your job isn't to get them results. Your job is just to coach them and they get the results on their own. own." But Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, no, like I want to help them create their dream life. So truly I feel like that's kind of what I do right now. Like I advocate for people that maybe didn't, hire a good enough coach to help them through stuff. Or there's people that come to me with chronic illnesses, right? And they're just like told like, wow, if you have a chronic illness, you're just not going to do anything but sit on the couch and, you know, live off of your disability check, right? So like (laughs) I just, I just, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I just love it so much. I love how you're multi-dimensional. I love how <laughs> you do different things. And I hear this a lot also in the online space. Like, how do I, like, if I'm multi-passionate, how do I focus on one thing? But you're a true example that, you know, you don't need to focus on one thing. You can help so many different people in yeah. different ways. So thank you so much for that. That's so inspiring. So let's go back, you know, to how all of this began, like growing up in your childhood, did you imagine you'd be where you are today? Yeah. So I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know if this sounds cheesy, but I've always known I was going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, always knew, I always knew I was going to be great, but honest to God, when I was in high school, um, I was in JROTC, so it was like a military kind of program throughout high school to really get you ready for the military, and that was my dream. I wanted to be an airborne battle manager in the Air Force, wow. and like I did everything like, you know, um, fitness-wise, like, I really, really tried my hardest to do that and achieve mm -hmm. that dream because my mom grew up telling me, you know, you can do anything you want as long as you put your mind to it. Like all your goals can come true. So mm -hmm. I was under that impression. So <laughs> long story short, my senior year, um, my health wasn't good and they told me that I couldn't join the Air Force. So I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's super. I'm like, mom, I thought you said I could do anything, you know, I put my <laughs> mind to So it was a really huge slap in the face. So I think that's kind of, I knew I wanted to be great, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know that failure was going to be a part mm -hmm. of that greatness. Wow. So yeah. So when I first started high school, that's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to make my country proud kind of thing. Um, but I've always had a love for people with dementia. So my grandma had dementia. Um, we weren't too close. So it wasn't like, I was always sad that, you know, you know, she's not doing well. It was more like, I didn't really know her. So I was like analyzing every single thing, every single symptom. I thought it was so interesting mm -hmm. that like that disease is even a thing. Right. So anyway, so long story short, I, um, was like, all right, I'm not going to the air force. I gotta, I guess I gotta go to college. <laughs> and I was thinking like, what do I love? And the only thing I love was old people. <laughs> so I, that's what I did. I studied the elderly. I became, I became a living caregiver with, um, for someone with dementia that her family just sucked and they didn't want to take care of her. Wow. So I took care of her for years and I did that all through high school. I mean, college. And yeah, and that's kind of where my love for those with dementia um, grew and I had internships and I studied it. So yeah, my path kind of definitely pivoted. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is like so amazing. I love how <laughs> you say that without failure, you wouldn't be where you are today. So oh, yeah. what would you say to someone right now who might be listening and they're maybe stuck in a rut or they don't just don't feel good about themselves or what's going on in their lives? Like what's a big piece of wisdom or advice you would like to give them? Yeah, I have two things. So I always say I'm the queen of embracing my plan B because God knows that plan <laughs> A did not work out. So I think just getting... I feel like society tells us you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it, right? And then we strive for the thing and then it doesn't work out. And then we're like, we think we're failures. But in reality, not everything we do put our mind to does work out, but that's serving us in some way, right? Like I always say, if I wasn't sick, mm -hmm. I would be working a nine to five and I would never be here. If I was in the Air Force, oh my gosh, my whole life would be different. Obviously, <laughs> my whole life would be different. So like, if you're going through something right now, just know like your plan B 
it doesn't mean you're failing. It's just another plan. It's another pathway. So I think that's the first Mm -hmm. one. And the second one is obviously so many successful people tell us that they've gone through failure after failure after failure. So like, why don't we change the kind of negativity towards failure into positivity? Because like, if you fail, that means you're on the pathway to success. If you Mm -hmm. don't fail, I don't know any a successful person that says, my life was just rainbows and butterflies and I never <laughs> failed. So like, I would kind of feel like, uh-oh, I'm not failing. What am I doing wrong? Right? Yes. But if you're failing, that means you're just on that path to success. Yeah. It means you're learning. It means you're trying things. And that's that's everything, like taking action and yeah, like learning is, is, is everything. Like I always say, like, we're always climbing this mountain with no peaks. Like we're always growing and learning and changing. So that's part of our journeys. So yeah, thank you so much for that. And so I asked this to everyone who comes on the podcast and I'm really curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I absolutely love this. So actually in college and high school, I studied leadership. It's so funny. Like that's like, I don't even think of that word anymore, I guess, but I feel like everybody in this industry is a leader. And I feel like sometimes people think like, oh, to be a leader, you have to have a bunch of money or you have to have a bunch of followers. Like, no, being a leader just means you're being the best version of yourself. You're being everything that you want to become. I always tell my clients, like, if you want to become a six-figure CEO, you have to start acting like a six-figure CEO. And what is a Mm six-figure CEO? They are a leader. And truly that means just being the best version of themselves and guiding people to be as successful as them. Love that. I love this. So do you have, you know, like any last piece of advice that you would like to share with our audience? Just continue, like try and fail and try and fail because I think one, there's going to be one day in your life where you're like, wow, I finally absolutely made it. Like I remember growing up super poor. I remember growing up having all these dreams. Oh my gosh, I wish I had a car that worked. I wish I had a house that wasn't like <laughs> really ratchet. Like yeah. <laughs> I wish I had all these beautiful things. I wish I didn't look at my bank account and cry. I wish I, you know, had a better better. I don't know, relationship with my parents, right? Like you strive for all these things, you go through so much failure and one day you're going to look back on your life and you're going to have all the things that you said you would. Um, And I don't want you guys to think, oh yeah, in 10 years from now, I'm not even kidding. It only took me about four to five. Um, So truly like keep on going because all your dreams can absolutely come true. Yes, I love it. Love that. So where can people go to connect with you further online? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is always dot advocating. Um, that's really where I'm at. That's the only social media platform that you'll find me and my website's always advocating.com. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much again for your time. You are amazing and keep rocking it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the powerful female leaders podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.